The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, every mom who's listening today. Channel Mom is really here for moms like you, even when the rest of the media is not. Uh, We have a very well-known name in the house today, but I did not bring him on for his name. He's here today because of the critical advice he has for moms everywhere. He says he's got some surefire rules to prevent just about any couple from getting a divorce. And if you've already been through the sorrow of divorce, he's still got some wonderful tips for you about raising children and teens in the midst of all the trials and tribulation that you go through. This man is a gifted writer, and he's put out so many books, it's almost hard to imagine how he has had time to spend with his wife and three sons over the years. He is author Jerry B. Jenkins, most famous for writing the Left Behind series with co-author Tim LaHaye. But before we get to Jerry, I've got a few things that I want moms to know today. Now, I I think a lot about mothers in America and mothers like you. uh, We've got moms who listen to us all over the country, but, of course, we're based in Colorado, and we have a lot of moms who listen to us here on 94.7 KRKS. Here's what I think. I, I think that from the time we get up in the morning till the time we go to bed in the evening, the, the messages that we're getting over our phones and our screens and, and through magazines and movies and everything else mostly doesn't pay attention to the importance of motherhood. And I think, man, they're getting all these other messages about how skinny they should be, about how much money they should make, about what kind of house they should live in, about how they should look or how their hair should look um, or about how sexy they should be or wh- whatever it is. And there's so little saying, oh, my goodness. You, mom, have the most important job that, that we can imagine to our society. Because if you don't do your job well, our society's done. We rely on mothers to raise the next generation. And, of course, I'm not belittling the importance of a dad. Dads are extremely important, and we're lacking them now in a lot of families. But I, I just want you to just be encouraged to know that, that if there's anybody out there that knows how important you are, it's us. And we're here to cheerlead you and encourage you and, and pick you up when, when things are going down and uh, just remind you uh, that you have an, an extremely important job, and we want to be there to, to kind of energize you to do it well. So we do a lot of things to, ha- to further you on your way, and I just want to remind you. On ChannelMom.com, we've set up a whole network of outreach partners to, to help you with your life. Um, we're working right now on getting an addiction ministry, but we also have – Um, a prison ministry and we have a marriage ministry and a single mothering ministry um, and and a number of organizations that work with us. We recently just have partnered with Mops International for mothers of preschoolers. Wonderful partnership we have going with them to help all those moms out there of young ones. And and you can go to channelmom.com and click on our outreach and get help for you or a friend. We're also working to help moms in prison and in homeless 
environment. And so we've now developed a, a scholarship, so to speak, kind of an award for homeless moms at Champa House in Denver. We'd like to grow that. So if you know somebody who could benefit from that, please let us know. I continually write blogs to pique people's interest. The most recent one I wrote um, partly just to get the headline, to get people to, to listen to an important message. The title of it, very controversial, tra- Sorry, Transgender Bathrooms and Parent Identities. It's not a lot about the transgender bathroom issue, really. It's more how kids look to their parents for just about everything to do with identity and behavior, um, including this very controversial issue. Uh, and and, and I, I just want you to know that we're there for you. We've got a YouTube channel. We've got this radio. We've got podcast, a, a ton of stuff to help moms. But we also do stuff on the ground. Last little announcement. We do a fundraiser every, every year that's very fun called the Neon Moms 5K. It's going to be on October 7th. You can run, stroll, or walk. Uh, we have all kinds of give, giveaways and goodies and, and fun things for moms there. We all dress in neon. It's in the evening, so as we're running, it gets a little darker, and everybody's glowing in neon. You can bring your kids. It's a blast. Set it aside on your calendars. October 7th, gates open at 530. The run starts at 630 in Littleton um, around the lake there uh, in Clement Park in Littleton. So that's enough. Oh, you know what? I should also say my friend Shauna Shonda is trying to do a Christmas album. Please go help her on Kickstarter. It's called Christmas Album, I think, with Shauna Shonda, and I'd be honored if you'd help her. Great lady and beautiful voice. Okay, let's get to our guest today. Uh, He is Jerry B. Jenkins. You've probably heard of him, American novelist and biographer. Brand new book came out yesterday. He's the best known. He's best known as co-author of the Left Behind series, the books that he's co-written with Tim LaHaye. Jenkins has written over 175 books, including romance novels and mysteries and children's adventures, as well as nonfiction. Uh, he, at one point, a little while back, he and Tim LaHaye were ranked ninth in Amazon's uh, Amazon.com's uh, most uh, purchased uh, authors. It just blows my mind. Anyway, Jenkins and his wife Diana have three sons. They're all grown. They also have several grandchildren. Welcome to Channel Mom. Mr. Jenkins, so glad to have you. Great to be here, Jenna. You need to get more excited about moms, you know. <laughs> I know. When people meet me, I think sometimes they they have to, like, take a breather after I talk to them about <laughs> the importance of motherhood because I'm a little passionate about it. Well, I share your passion. I Thank you. That. Thank you. And your wife is a lovely woman. I feel like I've met her. I, I, I'm reading a book called Married and Still Loving It, and you have a part in it, it written by Gary Chap- Chapman and Harold Myra or Mira. Um, you have a little part in it, and I saw her picture. I feel like I've met her somewhere, and since we live just very close to each other, I think maybe it's possible she and I have been in an event together. It's possible, yeah. yeah we get around, and uh, being in, in Colorado, we, we've met the, the movers and shakers, and you're one of them. So. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, thank you so much for that. Okay, <laughs> let's start out with something I think the, the women in the audience are going to like. I, I, I was working to do a bunch of things today to get down and do this show. And I'm a mama, and my kids are now home for the summer, so I'm, you know, making meals. And I got up and made my son sandwiches before he goes and does his summer job um, and, and took care of the dogs and tried to exercise and clean up the house and clean the dishes. And I thought, and, and, and in the middle of looking at my phone and working at the computer, and I thought, I bet there are so many moms that feel like nobody understands how much they do all day long. And you write in, in this book that I'm looking at, Married and Still Loving It, you say anyway, that women work harder than men. And I think so many women would be relieved to hear you say that. Can you explain it? Yeah, I didn't make a lot of friends among men when I wrote, when I wrote <laughs> that. But 
you know, if they if they admit it, they know it's true. Um, I was writing a book years ago, and you know, my kids always tease me. They say, "Dad, you've written more books than you've ever read." And Diana says she's going to put on my tombstone, "Never an unpublished thought." But I, I was writing a book to my kids called 12 Things I Want My Kids to Remember Forever, and this was one of the truisms. And, you know, I, I, you know, men love their jobs. They get up early in the morning, they go travel to wherever they, they do their thing. They work, they come home, they relax. And I realized, and this is not new to anybody, but your wife's job never ends. I mean, she gets up in the morning, everything she does has to be done over and over and over. Yeah. And I can remember when she would go away to a retreat or, you know, uh, you know, some something that, that keeps her away overnight. And I would have the boys. And so I'd be doing her stuff. So I'm doing the dishes or I'm cleaning a floor or I'm doing, you know, whatever. And while I'm doing the dishes, the kids are bringing dirty dishes to the sink. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, I'm going to be here all night. You know what I mean, and and I just realized that it's a thankless, you know. Now, hopefully, there are people that think to thank mom, and my dad was a good example of this. I can remember every meal, my dad would say, "Good dinner, Bonnie," you know, and th- this was great. And I thought, I thought everybody did that. I realized they don't, but you know, people need to thank mom, thank your wife. And realize she works harder than you do. It never ends, and and it's too often thankless. Um, it, I don't know how moms get satisfaction until it's all over, and they see these kids, you know, either march down the aisle and, and graduate, or march down the aisle and get married, or see see grandchildren come. Because boy, it's just it's it's like working on an assembly line that never shuts off. Yeah. And we're going to get to uh, kind of an old book for you, but with a great message, and it continues to be reprinted, called Hedges, in the next segment. And I I want you to give your best marital advice to couples regarding Hedges. But just to wrap up this segment, you have a never-quit policy in your family. Can you do a little cheerleading for moms here who feel like it's just too much between the competition from potentially being in the working world, but also for the stay-at-home moms who feel like it feels like it's never over? And yeah. what, what would you say to them about never quitting? Yeah, basically, I, I, I started that line for the, for the boys because it was sort of a, you know, being a good sport. You know, you're in a, you're in a competition and you're getting blitzed. You know, you're losing ping pong by 20 to 2 and you just want to give up. And I say, don't quit. It's a good, you know, good sport. It gives competition to the other side because it's the right thing to do. And then you never know. You might come back and have some miracle finish. And then I realized... This is a good thing for parents, too, and especially for moms, because it is a thankless job, and sometimes the kids don't you know, respond well, and they, they don't seem thankful, and then they say horrible things sometimes, you know, the worst things you can say, like, I, you know, I didn't ask to be born in this family, or I didn't, you know, yeah. you know why do you, I, I don't like you, or whatever, and you think, how can I give my whole life to this child, and then they say something like that, and of course they don't mean it, They're, they don't. And to, and, uh, but you, if you don't give up and hang in there, they do turn around, and they, and then when they have their own kids, that's when the, the the real payoff comes. Because once a child has a child, it all comes back to to them. And I can remember my sons when they had their own kids. 
they'd say, I finally get it. And that's the time when they really say what they, what they feel about mom and dad. And they go, I now know what you meant when you said how much you love me. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I know you and your wife had a habit of, of making sure your boys knew and you had sort of a, a room full of, we can you know talk about this later if you want, but poster-sized affirmations and pictures and so on to, to let your boys know that you love them. And I think every, every, just about every mom I have ever met feels that way. We're going to be back uh, with Jerry B. Jenkins. You probably know him as the co-author of the Left Behind series, but we've had him on um, more for his nonfiction than his fiction today to, to talk to you about marriage and mothering. And, and, and by the way, if you're somebody who's had to go through a divorce or if you're widowed or separated, uh, he still has great advice for you, too. I've been amazed as I've been reading some of his written uh, information and advice how applicable it is to our moms. Um, so stay tuned for more with Jerry B. Jenkins, and we'll be right back with Jenkins. to drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food. Let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly. It's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and I personally believe in the good work of I because the camp is located in the town where I live, I've witnessed firsthand how Idrahaji draws children closer to Christ. Idrahaji is a Christian camp designed for kids who are ready to embrace new experiences, get closer to God, and enjoy classic camp activities like horse rides, zip lines, and a climbing wall. Idrahaji is nestled in the beautiful Rocky Mountains just outside of Bailey, Colorado. Sign your kids up for life-changing summer fun. Spots are filling fast. Visit idrahaje.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny. Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. We are honored to be speaking to well-known author Jerry B. Jenkins. Keep saying that name wrong. Jerry Jenkins, who is the co-author of, of course, the Left Behind series. But we're here to talk about uh, his advice for, for marriage and family. And he wrote a book a while back called Hedges. And I want to concentrate on that. We, we ended the last segment about talking about not giving up. And, and I feel like we are at an era uh, more than ever before, where giving up is kind of acceptable, and I never want to be judgmental on this show. So if I have a divorced mom listening to me, or a separated mom, or a mom who's been abused, or whatever it is, and she thinks, oh, she's judging me because I've gone through this, that that's not where we're coming from. It's more to help people, because let's just admit it, no matter what happened to cause the divorce, divorce is always painful, in my estimation. So, so you write this book, Hedges, Jerry, and it's, 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 you know, you, you apologize from the get go saying, you know, I think some people are going to think I'm a prude and that I'm unrealistic and these are crazy rules and I'm uptight and so on. But, but tell people where you're coming from and having these rules or, or, or these, um, this design or, or this commitment around marriage that you think could save just about every marriage. Yeah, and the thing is, I don't say that my hedges, the hedges I plant to protect myself, my eyes, my hands, my heart, my marriage, yeah. um, I don't say that my hedges are necessarily going to be your hedges. I, and, and by revealing what my hedges are, I'm revealing what my weaknesses are. And so I say, look, if, if this hedge is not something you need, don't plant it, but, but plant a hedge around where your weakness is. Like I've got a friend who has to be careful 
where he drives and looks and etc. because he's tempted by prostitutes. Now, that doesn't happen to be a temptation of mine. I can't think of anything less appealing to me. Yeah. But I have to be careful with what's piped into hotel rooms when I'm alone. I don't want to watch the, you know, the adult movies, so I, I block them out. And yeah. I don't like to admit that. I'd rather say, hey, I'm a Christian author. I don't, I'm, that stuff's beneath me. Well, sad to say, I need to plant a hedge there and not do that. But the one that, that it, you know, sometimes causes awkwardness, I go around and speak a lot, and somebody will say, well, uh, Mrs. So-and-so will pick you up at the airport. And I go, um, I've got a, a personal policy there where if uh, somebody picks me up at the airport, if it's a woman, I need to have you bring somebody else too, so there's three of us, because I don't travel or dine or meet with a, an unrelated woman uh, alone. Mm-hmm. And they go, really? Why? <laughs> and I go, it's just a, a policy. It's not nothing. I'm afraid something's going to happen, but it's just for appearances and to protect her reputation, my reputation, my wife's reputation. And, and people go, well, that's kind of embarrassing or awkward. Or, and I say, you know, I'll trade my 45 years of marriage for a little awkwardness any day. Yeah. And it's just a, you know, it's a policy that many well-known people have. And anytime somebody wants to, to make a, a charge or say, hey, I saw him with so-and-so, either my wife knows why or the person is related to me or there's a reason for it. And, and it's happened. I mean, when I used to, to work in, in the corporate world, uh, I would have this policy, and at the last minute somebody else couldn't go with us on a trip or whatever, I would call my wife and I'd say, here's the situation. Is it okay with you if this still happens? And you know, um, But you plant these hedges. Because if you take care of how things look, you take care of how they are. Now, one that, that really fits, I think, what you're talking about, too, yeah. is I, I was, when I was young, before we even had kids, Diana and I had only been married a couple of years, I happened to be working for a publication where I was interviewing middle-aged men, about twice my age at the time. And at some point in all the interviews, even though they were on disparate subjects, I asked these men, do you have any regrets at this stage of your life? And to a man, they all said, I wish I'd spent more time with my kids when they were growing up. And I remember going home and telling Diana, I said, somebody's trying to tell me something. If I have this same regret when I'm their age, I'm going to be without excuse. And so we set a policy before we even had kids that once kids came along, I wouldn't do any work in the office or any writing from the time I got home from work until the time we put the kids to bed. And... Of course, sometimes they put them to bed at 4.30, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I maintained that policy. And some people might say, now, how is that a hedge for your marriage? It, it protected our marriage because the best thing you can do for your marriage is to love your kids, and the best thing you can do for your kids is to love their mother. And it, it made us best friends with our kids. You, know, you, you, you can tell kids that they're your priority, but they believe what you do, not what you say. And so it just all worked together as a, you know, and our kids became our best friends. They saw the love I had for their mother. She saw the love I had for her kids and my kids. And, you know, it just, that, that became a great marital hedge. Sure. You know? so, so for the mom listening today who thinks, man, I would like to protect my marriage or my future marriage if she's divorced. Uh, and man, I would like to follow this or have my husband follow this by having a strong commitment to time with our children but it seems impossible with with the invasion of of work and and screens and texting and Snapchat and all the stuff that our kids are involved in and that we're involved in. What 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 kind of um, motivation can you give her? I know that the 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 subtitle of your book Hedges was called Love or Went Loving Your Marriage Enough to Protect It. 
And so you said, okay, do I love my wife and my marriage enough to set, set out some rules that might seem crazy to other people? How, how can you motivate a mom out there today or encourage a mom, not, not make her feel guilty, but say, you can do some of this to, to protect your marriage and to protect your children? What, what would you say to her? I think what you want to ask yourself is, how important is it to me? And this, this is a good question, even, as you say, for people who have already had a failed marriage. Uh, they may feel bad. They may be shamed by other people, and and we're past that. Let's you know, don't let other people shame you. You've already given yourself enough shame. Yeah. And we're not here to judge. Um, but some people who who've gone through this say, well, there's no hope for me. I'm damaged goods, and so I'm just going to play the field and and let, lower my standards and take whoever's available. And you know, I want to be married again. No, you can start over and say, I'm not going to let this happen again. We both let our standards down. Maybe maybe your divorce did happen because you didn't have certain rules in place. Uh, maybe he didn't. Maybe you didn't. Whatever. Yeah. Start over and say this is how it's going to be from now on. I am not going to. I'm going to plant hedges in my areas of temptation. I'm going to look for a person who has standards and morals, and I'm going to insist that he plant the same you know hedges. And when we get married, we're going to maintain those. And this time, it's going to be right. We're going to do it the way we know we should. And you can have a strong marriage and, and go on from here. Yeah, thank you for saying that. And, and we live in a world now where everything's okay. And, and I get admonished on my Facebook page whenever I, I print something that's kind of pro-marriage or might be deemed as conservative traditional family values because people keep coming back at me and saying things like, well, you're a bigot and everything's okay now. And don't you love people that have this different way of looking at things or this different lifestyle or whatever. And and so porn is okay. And, and having celebrity crushes, like who's your celebrity crush, those kinds of things are encouraged. And, and that's so hard on a marriage. So I want to quickly bring in teens to this because I'm raising two. And I know a lot of our moms out there are raising it in the middle of that. You're trying to protect your marriage. You're trying to to push back from all the things that our society is telling you that anything goes and it's all okay and it, and it, it doesn't matter if it comes into your marriage a little bit it's, it's it's all going to be all right if as long as it feels good how do you grab a hold of your teens in the middle of all these messages and and not have them think that you're a fuddy-duddy which my daughter says when I say that that makes me a fuddy-duddy <laughs> old-fashioned but but how do you how do you grab our kids I mean let, even the younger ones and say I, I'm not uh, you know sort of ignorant and, and and old-fashioned and, and out-of-date, these things really matter because, frankly, research shows you're going to be happier if you live this way. What would you say? You know, and I think that's that's part of it. And if if you say this, now, one thing is you don't want to be a fuddy-duddy as far as um, out of touch. I think, yeah. it, you know, you want to be well-read. You want to know what's going on in popular culture so you can deal with it. And I think you can have fun and you can know what's going on and, and, and be articulate about it. Um, but talk about look. Who do you really admire? Do you admire people that are uh, so hip that they that they play on the edge all the time and and uh, get away with stuff, or or do you really admire people who know where that line is and are familiar with it, but still have morals and principles and will stand up against all these temptations? Because those are the ones in the long run that when you're in trouble, who are you going to turn to? You're going to turn to the person who makes the right decision and stands up for the truth. Um, those are the people that you admire in the long run. And even as kids in, in, you know, in their own orbits, um, who do you really admire in your class and in your, your uh, circle of friends? Is it the ones who are always bragging and are always uh, have the latest fashion and are always you know, you know, 
using the the salty language and everything, or is it the person who's quiet and really loves other people, really cares about other people, and is really selfless? Um, that's the person you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Well, and there's so many messages that they're getting, but you're right. You kind of need to have those quiet conversations with your kids, have them put down the screens, and and have those kind of conversations with them because it's so, I mean, our, the future of our nation depends on it. Uh, Jerry Jenkins, I wish we had three shows with you. Uh, great advice, and I hope moms will pick up the copies of Hedges. But you also have a brand-new book out I wanted you to let people know about. Can you tell them where to find it? Yeah, it's really everywhere. Uh, if you Google um, The Valley of the Dry Bones, it's a futuristic uh, novel. Um, and just think The Walking Dead Meets Left Behind. And uh, uh, That's, that's I wonderful. Of, I want my one. I'm going to go pick it up. I think yeah. my kids would like it. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with it. I think people enjoy it. Oh, wonderful. Fantastic. Well, God bless you. And, and Di- it's, it's Diane or Diana? Diane. Diana. Diana. Okay. Yep. God bless both of you. Thanks for being on Channel Mom and, and for your great advice. Thanks so much. Okay, take care. All righty, there you have it. I hope that was a help to you. Uh, putting hedges around your marriage, caring enough to set up some rules that some other people may balk at or, or think are silly. Uh, it could mean so much to your future if you're able to do that. And, and uh, for your kids and, and setting up some hedges around your time and your space and your schedule to be and bless, uh, be with and bless your children as well. Uh, just a reminder, we, we really are here for you. There's not... There's hardly any other media out there like Channel Mom. We really want to be here to remind mothers of how important they are, how important their job is. And and by the way, dad, dad's piggyback on that as well. Uh, Kelly, who's at the controls today, he, he's a great dad and very committed, and, and I want to encourage dads as well. So uh, please go to ChannelMom.com. Support us if you like what we're trying to do in the media, if you like how we're trying to support moms on the ground through outreach and, and all kinds of other ways through our Channel Mom coffees and and uh, mentoring moms and things like that. Please help us to stay on the air and to be helping moms. We really can help save moms' lives and love them for God uh, and help them lead their children to know God more and and have better lives because of it. So go to ChannelMom.com and uh, push donate to Channel Mom. God bless you. Have a beautiful weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.